Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome to yet another episode of Popping Up Fulfill the Podcast. Happy Tuesday, co-host. You know, normally when people say this, I'd be like, stop trying to blame the devil, but the devil was really busy this morning. Like, I came downstairs to record my podcast, and my computer is not cooperating with me. Um, my mic would not connect to my computer. I'm like, damn, like, I really want to, you know, get my shit off today, but I was irritated, and then I remembered I purchased this little doohickey that allows me to plug my mic into my phone so it means that if I'm ever out on the road or whatever the case is um I can always I can always just you know record while I'm on the road um sorry my computer is telling me that something's failed uh yeah my computer's just on the frisk this morning anyway don't want to get sidetracked um today which will be the last episode for 2021 is a year in reflection so I just want to talk about some of the things that I've learned this year that uh, I plan on adapting adopting and moving forward with in the new year I consider myself to be a pretty introspective person And so when I find myself in situations, I always try to figure out, you know, uh, what, what I did right, what I did wrong. Did I do anything right or wrong? Do I owe anybody an apology? (laughs) Um, do it, do I need to extend any grace? Do I need to forgive anybody? Do I need to forgive myself? Like I go through all of these things. Um, and I think that has guided me in being a pretty decent person. I, I consider myself to be a pretty decent person. Uh, a pretty decent friend, a, a, a decent brother, a decent goddad, a decent son, a, a, you know, a decent lover. <laughs> no, decent probably doesn't sound great in front of lover, but I consider myself to be a pretty all around good guy. And so some of that I believe I can credit to the fact that I do take time to reflect on things. And so being that it's almost the end of the year you know I'm not big on New Year's resolutions but I am big on dissecting a year I probably do this twice a year around my birthday and then moving into New Year I guess it's like setting intentions uh and uh yeah so I just want to kind of rattle off a list of things (laughs) that I've learned and share them with you in hopes that this you know inspire someone else to be reflective to be introspective to look within try to find solutions to some things some of it is going to be really really serious and heavy and some of it's just going to be comical because that's who I am so the first thing on my list is trusting yourself uh if I didn't learn anything in 2021 I learned how important it is to trust yourself to lean into your instincts about particular situations particular people um because it it just it puts you in a situation where you can avoid a lot of heartache. Um, you know, sometimes we go against our our better judgment about a myriad of different things because we are, you know, we're we're trying to we're trying to show people the grace and extend people the grace that we want extended to ourselves. And so we find ourselves in situations where we're like. Mm, I don't know 
I don't know about this person. I don't know about this situation, but I'm going to go for it anyway. Because, hey, you know, but there's something in the back of our mind. There's something, there's that little, uh, that little tap on our shoulder that's like red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> and we tend to ignore those. And that's the wrong move, player. Let me just tell you, if your instincts are telling you to go the other direction, if your instincts are telling you um, this is not the right move career-wise, this is not the right move relationship-wise, this is not the right right move money-wise, listen to that. Because you, if you don't, if you ignore it, if you ignore all of the signs is telling you to go in the opposite direction and you go in that direction, then you really just have to deal with the consequence of making that choice. But oftentimes we know, we have a feeling, you know, we know when something is off, we know when something isn't right. And so I'm just learning that it's important to really listen to that, that nagging that says, I don't think this is the right thing to do, you know, trust yourself. The next thing is be honest with yourself. I think a lot of times we are not honest with ourselves. So how can we be honest with other people? How can we be honest and say, this is what I want or what I don't want? If we're not honest with ourselves about what it is we want, you know, we all have these ideals, these dreams of how we want our relationships to look, how we want our careers to look, how we want our our, our family life to be built. But we're not always honest with ourselves about our capacity, what it is we can handle, what it is we can do, what it is we can afford. And um, very similar to to not trusting yourself. uh, If you find yourself in a situation where you're not being honest with you about what it is you need, what it is you want, there's no way that you can convey that or convey what it is you need and what what you want to someone else. And you find yourself in a situation where you're going along to get along. And I just think that's something that we have to cut out because it's not worth the heartache. It's not worth the loss of time uh, that, you know, that, 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 that one commodity that we just can't get back. You know, if once your time is gone, it's gone. You can lose money and you can earn money. Um, you losing game friends, you, you fall out with your family and y'all get back on track, but time, that time, once that time is gone, it's, it's just it, you know? So don't waste your time doing things, saying things, being in situations, being with people that don't serve the greater good of what it is that you're, you're after. And, and the core, the root, the foundation of that is not being honest with yourself, you know? Um, how often have we been like, mm, uh, this really isn't what I want, but it's cute. It really isn't what I want, but... I ain't really doing shit else you know that to me that's pandemic talk you know it's like hey you know ain't nothing else going on so let's just make this work nah no 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 if it's not what you want it ain't what you want let me tell you i know that i want children so in conversation in, in dating if i'm having a conversation with someone who doesn't definitively want children i'm not and I'm not talking about time frames. Like I'm okay with people saying children is something I want, but I'm not ready for children right now. Okay. When do you think you'll be ready for children? Because, you know, I know that people always say, you're a man, you don't have a ticking time clock. You can have kids whenever you want to, but I don't want to be an old ass dad. Like 
I'm almost 40. So that means that if I wait until I'm 40 to have a kid, that 20 years from 40, when my kid is 20, I'll be 60. And things change, you know, at 60. I want to be able to see my children have children and experience grandchildren. Like I'm looking at it from that standpoint, from that perspective. I want to be able to guide my kid through their 20s and their 30s and their 40s if, 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 if at all possible. And so the longer I wait, the less likely that'll happen. And so when you're having conversations with people and they're saying, you know, I, either I don't want kids, which obviously that's the information I need or not today or not tomorrow or not in 10 years because we're on different times then I need to know I need that's that's something I need to walk away from because that's something that's important to me and that person could have all of the other things in in order they could check all the other boxes they could be financially stable they could be mentally stable they could be spiritually stable um they can be attractive but if they don't have kids and that's not a conversation that they're willing to entertain then what are we doing here so just being honest with yourself about what it is you want and what it is is that's important to you so that you can be honest with other people about what it is you want and it, it, it'll save you some time I've learned that the hard way um excuse me sorry I, I had taken notes in my phone and of course I'm using my phone so I can't access my notes and so I, I wrote things down in shorthand and I'm just trying to make sure I understand what I said. Uh, yes, show yourself some grace. So I had a podcast earlier this year, with one of my best friends, John, and um, talked about the importance of showing. No, not earlier this year. This was actually last year because I was in my apartment, not my house. The importance of showing yourself some grace. And I've talked about this a little bit throughout the year because of other situations, but it's very important and for me as a Virgo as a person who's a perfectionist as a person who is I consider Virgos to be walking talking publicist self-publicist like of their life like I need my life to look a certain way whether it is that way or not I need the world to believe that um it's that way and we know this because some of our favorite people are Virgos Beyonce uh, Michael Jackson just to name a few I want the world to see this whether it's true or not this is what I want the world to see um it can be tough because we're not always very forgiving of ourselves we're not always willing to show ourselves a little grace in situations like you know all of these are lessons that I've learned and yes it's it's important to be to trust yourself and your instincts it's important to be honest with yourself but if you happen to not do those things if you happen to go against the grain and not trust yourself and not be honest with yourself and do something that is against every fiber in your being and it doesn't work out it's okay to say I fucked up and I won't do that again you know it to to be kind to me you know I'm so forgiving of other people but I don't I'm not nearly as forgiving of myself for my shortcomings and my mis and my misgivings and so I've really learned how important it is over the last couple of years I would say to just be a lot more gracious to me um when things don't work out especially things that were in my control you know I think I, I have a, a a fair amount of grace when things don't work out when they're not in my control but when I put myself in a situation and it doesn't work out I'm really really hard on myself you know um and so I, I've learned that that gets me nowhere 
because it puts me in a mode to, that where I kind of shut down and I'm not getting anything accomplished at all. So I'm definitely trying to be better in that regard of just showing myself a little bit more grace. Be intentional. Um, yeah. Whatever it is that that you want you have to be more intentional about getting what it is you want saying what you mean meaning what you say standing by it um because it can it can be confusing to others when you're not (laughs) um it can can be confusing to the universe it can be confusing to god when (laughs) you say you want something and then everything you do is the opposite of what you say it is you want so being intentional um you're gonna hear a lot about this uh at the top of the year because i have this idea of a podcast a conversation that i want to have with a friend about being intentional about dating in 2022 um because what i've been saying the latter half of 2021 is that i'm gonna continue to be me and be free which is really cold for being a fuck boy but not really not really a fuck boy but having fuckboy tendencies that's what I want to say you know not being you know like I talk to people and they're people I like but yeah you know what I'm saying but I'm like in 2022 I'm really gonna focus on dating and being more open to dating and dating the right way and not doing shit the way that I've done in the past which has not worked out and so when I say fuckboy I'm not a fuckboy let me just preface this but I think that we all have those tendencies and I think when you say that I'm just gonna pretty much have a whole phase for the rest of 2021 and then in 2022 i'm gonna flip the switch and then your humanity switch for those of you who watched uh vampire diaries um, i'm gonna gonna flip my humanity switch and then in 2022 it's just gonna be like no every situation i'm gonna be in is gonna be like our i'm I'm, I'm in this situation because i'm trying to figure out my future is is not really realistic so be intentional if if your intent is just to fuck around with somebody say that you know what i'm saying like be upfront with that i think that i have a nice guy complex and so i find myself in situations that really should be hit it and quit it and but i'm a nice guy and so it throws the vibe because it's like oh well i thought we were getting together to hook up but it seems like you want to go out on a date (laughs) i don't really know what to do with that um and sometimes you, you you miss out on a great hookup because you are not being intentional about what it is you really want. Like you knew when you started to have that conversation with that person that your intent was really just to hook up and kind of go from there, but you've drugged it out, drug it out, you've dragged, you've dragged it out and now you guys haven't hooked up and y'all ain't hanging out. So it's like, what's the point? So just be intentional about whatever it is you want. If, if it's, and that's just in that space of like, connection and relationships and stuff like that but if it's even about starting a new business or getting an idea off the ground like I have an idea in my head I've had this idea in my head for years and when I say years five plus years years I've had this idea idea in my head I've talked to people about it but I haven't done shit about it and so I was having this conversation with some friends they was like you really need to get it together so I had another conversation with another friend who you know writes business plans and I was like I I, I got this idea I want to talk about it I need to write a plan for it 
and I need to figure out a way to monetize it. And so that was the conversation I was having with him because this is kind of what he does. And it makes me accountable. Um, I'm in a situation now where I'm not overly thrilled about my job. I've been at my job a number of years and I'm in a role that literally was an early dream of mine. Like, you know how you, you get to a place and you, you know, you, you survey the landscape and you're like, okay, this is something that I really could get behind. This is something I would really like to do. Well, I made it. I'm doing what it is I thought that I really wanted to do. And yes, I went into this role after the department had some change, which I thought was good. I actually thought the change was good. I thought the change was the first proactive thing that they had done in a while. And I was really excited about that. And then pandemic hit. And obviously that shifts things. And so cool. I knew that, well, I didn't know, but obviously 2020 did not go how any of us thought it was going to go, which kind of bled over into 2021, which unfortunately, whether people realize or not, it's going to bleed over into 2022 because we still can't seem to get our shit together. But, um, you know, I dealt with the changes. I was like, okay, cool. There are pluses to, to these changes. But now we're going in 2022 and I feel like everything that I thought the role is, is it's nothing like that anymore. And I just don't want to do it anymore. But, you know, am I going to continue to complain about it or am I going to be intentional about trying to find a new avenue? Um, if Whether that means finding something new within the company, whether it means going outside of the company and what it is that I need to do to better position myself if I do want to move away from the company. Like there's an exam that I kind of need to take, you know, I don't. Let me say this. The exam would be a small internal promotion in the area that I'm in, um, which could lead to, you know, a couple more, a couple more dollars, you know. Uh, but also, I think having that particular license would better position me in terms of, you know, what's the word I want to say? Promoting? Now, promoting is not the word I want to say. Advertising is not the word I want to say either, but... In terms of marketing myself, that that's the word. In, turn, in terms of marketing myself to other companies, saying, okay, well, I have this license. I think it would help me out a little bit. Not tremendously, but I think it would help me out a little bit. So it's just being intentional about trying to figure that out. Like I've tried to study, literally I have, and it has been, a, it's been non, it's been non. It, it's, it's, it's been a no, a no go. It's been very, very not successful. Um, but again, if it's going to, better position me than it's something I need to do so I just need to be intentional about figuring that out what it is I want to do and what that looks like so be intentional um FOMO is real <laughs> this is the funny one FOMO is an acronym for the fear of missing out um it's what we say about little kids when they don't want to go to bed you know like kids will fight sleep I see it all the time it's like but baby you're tired you're exhausted I can see you're exhausted like you can barely keep your head up but you just will not go to bed you know we experienced it as kids we had a bad time a lot of us had bad times but it's like you know I don't want to go to bed at 8 30 because on the other side of 8 30 there are so many awesome things I don't know what these awesome things are but I want to stay up as you become an adult you realize that not so much I really could have went to bed at 8 30 but I do find myself having FOMO about certain experiences and so there's this there's this there's there's this group <laughs> uh that I joined and it really was out of curiosity I had a friend who was in this group and I really just wanted 
I'm nosy. I just wanted to see what was going on in the group. I wanted to know what the people were saying. I wanted to know if I knew anybody who was in the group. And I got into the group and it just ain't my, in the words of 7021 Stilo, like it's not my thing. I have tried to, to, to dabble in the, in the freak verse, the freak universe. Um, and, and it's just not for me. Like, I'm just, it seems exciting, but it really isn't, at least not for me. Um, but I, I just thought I was missing out on not being a part of this group and I got in this group and it's muted because I just, I just, I can't, (laughs) I can't, but that FOMO of wanting to know what was going on and wanting to see, um, but not really actively engaging because I'm not was really, really real. So I just want to let people know that FOMO is real. Um, and I'm not saying you shouldn't you know dip your toe in the water to figure out how things are but don't be terribly disappointed if you find out that it really isn't for you and what I have found out is that it really isn't for me so FOMO is real um working through reoccurring issues I think this is in alignment with trusting yourself and being honest with yourself and and showing yourself some grace like there's this thing about that I that I got from Oprah about learning the lesson and you know life is all about lessons but more importantly it's about what you learned from a particular lesson and the cheat code in life is really learning the lesson because until you learn the lesson that you're supposed to learn you're going to find yourself in the same situation you know what I'm saying so I'll give you an example I am I struggle with being a people pleaser and um, and this this need this want to be needed being needed does something for me for my ego you know and I think this is also part of that whole good guy complex and so I have found myself in situations in terms of dating where the person I, I was with needed me. They needed me. There was a problem. They they were, um, they were a project in, in a sense that needed to be fixed or needed help. And there's something about me being able to come into a situation and help the needy. Um, I've been in two situations like that. And the writings were on the wall very early with, with not just two, I've been in a couple of situations like that. (laughs) And the writings were on the wall very early about the type of person that they were, you know, even though they were saying one thing to me, they were definitely doing something different. And I was able to observe that in different ways. Um, their interactions with other people, um, their thought process on certain topics um all of those things were indications to me that you know that these situations are very similar but I found myself in these situations again because of that that good guy complex that needing to be needed that knowing there's this satisfaction of knowing that I'm helping somebody through a particular situation um but like Oprah said until you learn the lesson until you learn 
from these mistakes that's going to keep showing up and so i've 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 become hip to that i'm like mm, no you know when you encounter somebody who is never having a good day you know that the world is always against them and that happens listen i'm not saying that doesn't happen and i'm not saying that those people don't need support but i can't be that person anymore i can't be that that support for that person anymore because it is extremely draining and then the relationship takes a different form and it's not really what it's supposed to be a romantic relationship but it it can't be a romantic relationship because all you're doing is uh exhausting all of your resources your 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 physical resources your mental resources your spiritual resources your financial resources to 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 help this person figure different aspects of their life out and you know one time a situation like that happens okay hey you know it happened this one time the second time it happens the third time it keeps happening it's like okay there's definitely something I need to learn from this and I need to learn it quick or otherwise I'm going to keep dealing with this same situation you know we often say you know people often say the the gurus of the world when they're talking about attraction it's like you know we oftentimes attract the same type of person and we're going to continue to attract the same type of person because we're not making the changes you know what I'm saying like they talk about relationships where people are experiencing some level of abuse whether it is physical whether it is verbal abuse there's something about you that attracts a person who's abusive you know and until you figure that out you're going to continuously find yourself in those particular situations and so those reoccurring issues those reoccurring situations until you figure out the cheat code which is learning the lesson this is a lesson i need to learn i need i need to under i need to identify very early on when this relationship is transactional and purely transactional because that's not the type of relationship I want to be in. This is just me speaking. You know, I don't want to be in a transactional relationship where it's always I do for you in return of something, you know, whatever it is. And for me, the transaction is just feeling needed until I realize that, until I learn to recognize that that's what this relationship is and walk away from those situations. I'm going to continuously find myself in situations where the relationships are transactional. I, you need something from me. I give you that something and then in return what I get is the feeling that I really hope this person figured this shit out it's for the birds <laughs> I, I know that people don't come in these situations they don't always come into a situation fully evolved but I can no longer be in spaces where a person has so many deficits that the entirety of our relationship is me helping this person figure out their deficits it ain't the place to be so you know learn the lesson so you can move on and you can stop finding yourself in spaces where there's this reoccurring issue that keeps popping up you know communication's a big deal if you know that you're not a good communicator and you know that all of your relationships find themselves in at, at, at stalwarts or standstills or they end flat out because people are like you can't communicate worth shit then you have to figure out a way to make that that work because you know, we, we the, what it's true what they say about people figure out and make time for things that they want to make.
any time for you know what i'm saying they figure it out so you can communicate to your friends you're on all these group chats you're in constant conversation with these people but there's somebody that you're interested in and you can't figure out how to set aside time to carve out time to say this is what i want you know what i'm saying even if it's a little bit of time like you know people only need you i think people they will they do tell you what they need but i'm saying that in terms of interest like you can't say you're interested but everything you do shows disinterest (laughs) you know what i'm saying And, and so sometimes it's small adjustments you know it's very small adjustments like um i was having a conversation with a friend about communication in their relationship and i've talked about this on the podcast about you know this is what i i expect but they never said this is what i expected so once they said this is what i expected they noticed a change in that particular person they voiced something to them they they let them know that this that they needed just a little bit more effort on their part they weren't going to say anything they were just going to let it go you know but you're going to keep finding yourself in situations with people who can't communicate because you're unwilling to say this is what i need or to face the fact that maybe you're not a great communicator or you're not communicating effectively either so you want effective communication but you're not effectively communicating so you know we are literally at a you know at an impasse so definitely um work through those reoccurring issues i am constantly trying to make sure that i don't find myself in situations where i'm doing the same things over and over again um example i was on christian mingle site y'all know what christian mingles are and you know while i understand everybody's on those on those sites everybody's in search of some level of connection everybody's level of connection is not the same and so i i was engaging with the guy and everything about my my profile said let's get to it um but we finally ended up meeting and the conversation went in a different direction and so when we circled back weeks later because i'm like i need to figure this out and i've talked about this on the podcast like i need to uh i need to i need to have a conversation with this person as as opposed to assuming that we don't want the same things or we're not looking for the same things when we circled back it was just like oh well I don't I didn't know you were really interested in dating which maybe I was maybe I wasn't but we were obviously going out hanging out and that's why I'm always confused about what you call things so it's like I like to say that I'm going out on a date but is it a date or is it just a meet up are we just chilling out like I mean I guess if you're actually physically going out with someone that is a date (laughs) especially if it's not like family or friends but I'm always confused about what do I actually how do I actually quantify what's going on or classify yeah classify what's going on um anyway long story short he wanted to be physical I wanted to be physical but that was never actually discussed or talked about we talked about so many other things family and friends and and, and, and shit like that that we went off in different directions and along the way he started dating someone else perfectly fine because we never had that conversation but you know <clears throat> now he's in in an exclusive relationship and now we can't be physical which is what the initial intention was but we never we never actually had that conversation so it's like how many times am I going to find myself in a situation where the intent is to be physical and there is no physicality because I've not said anything or I've not been 
assertive enough to say this is what I want and then now that person's going off in another direction like that's the lesson like I can't do that anymore but it's the same is true about relationship you know a, a person is very very clear about they want they're not looking for a relationship and you're doing all of the things that are relationship type things thinking that this is going to change a person's mind and now you're screwed because that person was very clear that that's not what they wanted like I've been in that situation before too uh, you know all of the signs are like I really just want to be your friend but I'm like no you're gonna be my boyfriend like I've made it up in my mind we're gonna be together yeah not working out so yeah don't do that learn from my mistakes um <laughs> what is this stop romanticizing the past so um I think we've all been in situations where we had a choice you know in dating and getting to know people you find yourself at this impasse where you're like okay I see I've seen this person I've been seeing this person I've been seeing this person but this is the person I really like so we choose a path I choose to follow this relationship path and um I've been there you know talking to different people nothing really serious connecting with different people but I got to a place where I was like I want a relationship like that's what I want and at 33 that's where I was I was like I want to be in a monogamous relationship with someone you know at the point at that time I didn't know who someone was it was just with someone and so I chose that path and, and forsook other paths <laughs> and and then when that didn't work out or it wasn't working out I found myself in this space where it's like well shit what if I would have talked to Scott n- n- no real names will be used to protect people's identities but maybe I should have talked to Scott or maybe I should have talked to 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 Martin why but I, I you know I spent time going down this path and so you find yourself sitting and stewing over what could have happened let that shit go it wasn't meant to be and if it was those situations will circle back around and you'll get that opportunity but stop romanticizing what could have been like I've literally sat down there's one guy in particular where I was just like oh my goodness if we were in the same city um you know we met at a very interesting time in his life and we've maintained a friendship but you know there's always been this thought well he could have been the one why why are you thinking this like totally different paths you know totally different paths but I have romanticized this idea that this person could be my person they're not my person are we cool yes do we keep up yes but are we gonna be together we're not you know what I'm saying (laughs) and so letting those things go because they're they're hindrances you know and when you find yourself in a situation where you have an opportunity and I guess this kind of aligns with being more intentional you know if you find yourself in a situation where you are aligned with one of those past people again just be intentional about saying hey I just want to see if this shit will really work I thought about it and 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 maybe it can maybe it won't but don't sit there and just daydream and be in the stars about what you thought a relationship could be if you are at no point willing to do the work to figure out if it could actually be that you know like having the conversation like hey I've always thought that we would be really really good together what are your thoughts on that 
and just know you know what i'm saying they just let them be like yeah you know i've actually never seen you like that it's like okay cool so i've been sitting here romanticizing this idea that you're my knight in shining armor for the last 10 years and that couldn't that wasn't even a a a, a, a small speck of thought in your mind so don't do that to yourself be better than me um lean into your gifts i like this one because i've been very clear with people about this um i i've never really had any aspirations of being a performer and living that life um but that doesn't mean that i don't enjoy uh being able to sing and i don't enjoy people wanting to have access to my gift you know wanting to hire me and use me for different things but i think over the last several months I, and i i think i i always knew this but it's the way that somebody said it that really it was the first time i heard it in that way and the light bulb went off and the, the conversation was talent versus skill talent is something you're born with it's something you're given can't be taken away you didn't do anything to earn it you just got it you know and some people have it some people are naturally talented with singing and dancing and being athletic it is what it is skill is something that you work at it's the perfecting of something and I've always struggled with this thing about music about oh well I don't know theory and oh I'm not I'm not a I'm not a I don't read music well like I'm a decent sight reader but I've, I've mostly depended on the fact that I have an awesome ear like being in choirs and like I'm able to pick up things I can hear things I can I can remember I can re, you know I can regurgitate what I've heard um vocally um and so I've always been hard on myself about things that I couldn't do because I did not have what I was confusing with the talent for and not the skill for because I could learn to sight read I, or I could learn to read music better. Like I could perfect being a sight reader. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. I'm not just going to wake up one morning and by osmosis be able to pick up a score and just read the top to bottom no matter what the party is. Like that's not how it works. Like you put effort and practice into doing a particular thing and here we are. Um, but I, I think what happened for me is that in playing tennis, that's how I figured it out. I don't have a particular talent for being athletic. You know, I recognize athletic talent. My youngest brother is is athletically talented. You know, he's like, oh, I want to play baseball. I want to play basketball. Like he picks up a ball and there he goes. You know what I'm saying? I see little kids on TV and there's like, oh, they already have this acumen to like bouncing balls. And I was like, I could, I can't dribble, dribble to save my life. But I could learn how. And that's how tennis has been for me. I don't have a, a I don't have a, a particular, you know, gift for tennis, but I have perfected the skill over this last year, working with a coach and just being more consistent with playing. And as a result of that, I won my division this year. You know what I'm saying? I've been to playoff, uh, playoff rounds pretty much every season I've played I've made it to playoff rounds I may not have necessarily done stellar in playoffs but I made it you know what I'm saying and because my skill has increased my level has increased in one of my leagues I moved up from 2.5 to 3.0 to negative 3.0 um 
but that's because the skill same thing can happen in music per se you know it's perfecting the skill it's sitting down and taking the time to say okay i'm gonna spend 30 minutes today going through this so that i can be a better musician you know what i'm saying and so as a result of that i have always shied away from opportunities because i'm like oh my goodness what if it's too hard what if it's too difficult what if i can't learn it what if you know i'm holding up the production because i can't get it together i didn't offer this year you know what i'm saying i didn't have a very large role and i'm trying not to minimize my role and i'm, I'm not doing that but it was still something very different for me you know it was a it was a what i will say is it was a small production I was a principal character. I had a principal role in the production, but it was a small production. I didn't have a lot of literature, but I did have to be on stage and engaged. And I was acting and acting and singing. And that, you know, it's been a long time since I did those things. Like I did them in high school, but it was different then. You know what I'm saying? There was no real pressure or whatever the case is. It wasn't, a t it wasn't attached to a check or a contract. There was no real expectation. I mean, yes, I was expected to learn my shit and come prepared. But, you know, at the end of the day, I didn't feel the same pressure as somebody's actually cutting me a check. There's actually an audience like, you know, there are people here. You know, this could affect other things. Like if the play didn't go well when I was in high school, it wasn't going to stop me from going to college. It wasn't going to stop me from doing other things. But if I get contracted to do a job and then I do a bad job, you know, I'm not going to get other jobs. I'm not going to get asked to do other things with this particular organization. You know what I'm saying? So it's just more weight. And I, I just been really hard on myself. And as a result of that, I've shied away from using my gift. Lean into your gifts because they, they, they create opportunities. I literally got this last job because I was posting videos on Facebook and, and Instagram just because I was in the mood to sing and so I was like let me post this video today and someone saw that video um actually the uh, my, my spelman sister who who hired me to do the role she saw the video and was like you know I I saw you singing in musical theater I was moved and I wanted you to be a part of this production and I'm like, well, shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like lean into whatever that gift is that you have because you never know what opportunity will will come from that. You know, I always joke and tease my friends, especially those that I went to school with because I went to school. A lot of my core group of friends were people that I was in the glee club with and a lot of them were music majors. And I always tease like, I seen, I seen more than some of them <laughs> at this point, you know? And some of that's choice. So don't get me wrong. I'm not you know coming down on them for anything it's just like our little joke you know and and you know it's the joke that we have amongst ourselves like I have one friend who calls me um the premier tenor of Atlanta and it's like no bro like I am I I pale in comparison to you it's just that you know opportunities have have been afforded me and I've just learned to lean into those things over time and I, and I encourage people to continue to do that and you know the goal it's always the goal is to do my part to enhance my skills so that I'm a lot less apprehensive about leaning into my gift and doing things that come my way because I feel like I'm going to be a hindrance because my skill isn't to a certain level. Like I know I can sing, like there's no doubt in my mind that I can sing, but you know, long gone are the days where you can be a Pavarotti. Like they talk about Pavarotti, they said Pavarotti couldn't read music. You couldn't deny his voice, but he couldn't read music. So, you know, I, I don't know if it's, this, I don't remember the totality of the story, but I guess he would hire people to teach him the music, you know? There was, he had no problem with 
hearing things and being able to get him back out there but he literally couldn't read music um now Pavarotti was also a white man for lack of a better word I mean he was Italian but he was a white man and so you know they navigate the world a little differently I don't think that would ever be acceptable for any black tenor but um (laughs) or any black performer at all but I'm just using it as an example like you know I I can improve my skill just like he had an opportunity to improve his skill but you know it you know it doesn't have anything to do with the talent to sing you know the talent to sing talent and skill are different and so I'm learning to lean into the gift and learning that I just have to work on the skill so that I can enhance the gift even more that was a long one um so the last one and and what I will say is the most important thing that I have learned uh as I reflect over the year is to not apologize for choosing yourself Again, I think all of these are connected. These are all lessons that I need to learn, but I'm sure that other people struggle with these things. And I I attach this to that whole concept of being a part of uh, a people pleaser, of not, of always trying to make other people feel okay with the fact that you are doing what's best for you. Um, in my in my relationship my romantic relationship you know i i there are points in that relationship where i knew it wasn't what was best for me but choosing me seemed selfish choosing me seemed hypocritical Like I made promises that I was going to do certain things and be available and be supportive and walking away from the relationship felt like I was betraying those promises. But the reality is I was literally just doing what was best for me because staying in the relationship wasn't what was best for me. It really wasn't what was best for the other person Um, because there was learning and growing that needed to be done on both of our parts but I literally in not choosing myself and trying to stay in a relationship that I knew did not work or serve me that wasn't in alignment with the things that I wanted I was handicapping the other person I was enabling the other person to not work through the things that they needed to work through and so I've come to this place where it's okay to say no because it doesn't serve me it doesn't make me a bad person it doesn't make me a bad friend it doesn't make me a bad family member it doesn't make me a bad employee if I know that this situation doesn't work for me and I say no I can't do this or no this isn't right or no I don't want to do this you know Um, I know that I'm the yes man I off I don't I don't tell people no often. I try to figure things out. I can be available. I can do this. I can do that. And it it shocks people when I say no. I think people are becoming less, they're they're becoming desensitized to it now. Um, But it's like, it doesn't fit into my plan. It doesn't fit into my budget. It doesn't fit into the idea of what I want out of life. So no, no, and that's okay. And that's okay. 
And we have to get to a place, we have to get to a place where we're okay with being okay (laughs) with the fact that we know that us saying no, us pulling out, us pulling back is what's best for us. You know, I've made, I've had to make some tough decisions over the years. Um, you know, that, that feeling of, of, of being indebted to a person, feeling like you owe somebody something, you know, whether you do or you don't, you know, but that feeling that you have that I have to be here because they need me, you know, listen, at your job, if you die tomorrow, they may put together a nice tribute and send food to your family. But at the end of the day, they're going to fill that job. There may be a void. They may miss you. But they're going to fill that job. You know what I'm saying? So why kill yourself for a job that is not going to be permanently vacant when you leave? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That I know that's a wild example, but I just use that to say that you know a lot of times there are people who are working for a goal and they are working these hours and they're putting everything off they're putting their family off they're putting their health off like dying at at, at your job seems crazy to me like it seems crazy to me that the that people get to a point where they are so stressed that they are having ulcers and heart attacks and aneurysms at fucking work like are you kidding me you know what i'm saying but it happens in families too you know you you have you have put yourself in a situation where you are financially tapped because you're doling out money to everybody else to 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 figure out their venture and to, and to solve their problems you know and you just have to, I, I got to a place where i had to start telling people no i don't have it it ain't in my budget i have whether you have budget or not it ain't in my budget i don't have an extra 50 dollars. i don't have an extra 100 dollars. um and you can't just call me when you need money because that ain't who i am this, this ain't soul food and i ain't terry so i'm not an atm she's like automatically terry's money that ain't me you know what i'm saying and so it's okay if saying no if pulling out if pulling back if walking away is choosing yourself it's self-care it's not selfish but people will tell you it's selfish because that's emotional manipulation. They'll tell you it's selfish. Oh, you selfish and you stingy and you going around and you doing this, but you don't have that. You're right, because I work for it. That's right. Yes, I have money to go to LA. I do not have money to send to you. And that's okay. You know? And that's okay. Yes, um, I want this, I wanted this relationship to work, but it it, it, it it's not working. And me not no longer being in this relationship doesn't mean I don't love you doesn't mean I don't support you doesn't mean I don't care about your well-being it just means that this relationship doesn't work it doesn't serve me it doesn't serve you so there's no need to perpetuate this idea that it's going to work and that's okay I haven't done anything wrong I'm not a bad person I can't control the narrative of the story that's spun or told after I'm gone and that's okay if I knew if I know and if you know that you have operated with integrity, then that's all you need to know. It doesn't matter what people say or what they think about how you were in the relationship or how you were on the job, if you know you did the right things. So choose yourself and and be firm in that choosing and fuck all that other bullshit because it don't matter. I know that's a wonderful way to end the podcast, right? Fuck all that other bullshit because it don't matter. But that's really what it is. Choosing yourself is okay. 
like I said, it is self-care. It's not selfish. So though that's my year in reflection. Those are all of the lessons that 2021 has taught me. And um, just like on my birthday, I normally have a theme about how I want to carry up, you know, carry on through the next year. I feel like your birthday is a new year. You know, it's it's an opportunity to fix some shit that, you know, it didn't really go the way you wanted to go. And I, I find birthdays to be way more purposeful and intentional than New Year's resolutions. For you to be on your birthday, be like, okay, listen, 35 was a shit show. 36 ain't gonna be no shit show. And this is how I'm gonna change that. Like, I feel like that's great, you know? Um, so I, I, I just... I, I really want 2022 to be the best year of my life because who knows? It may not, it may be the last, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to put no bad mojo in the world, but honestly, you know, you never know. Um, I really want 2022 to be the best year of my life. So I want 2022 to be the best year for all of my co-hosts. And so I hope that by me sharing my year in reflection, that it helps causes you know, uh, inspires you to kind of reflect on things that happened for you in 2021 and, and, and what you want to change about your 2022. Um, stay safe, stay masked up, um, get your vaccines, get your boosters. Um, if you're feeling faint or weird or not your normal self, just go get tested and figure that shit out so that you can begin the process of quarantining and keeping other people safe um remember that we're in this situation because people are selfish remember that it's bigger than just you it's not about your fun it's about everybody's fun we're in a situation now because people everybody wanted to have fun and they wanted to get back to their lives and i get it me too you know i wanted to travel i wanted to see people and there are some things that i did um but I wanted to do more and to be honest there's some of those things that I probably shouldn't have done but thankfully everybody came out all right anybody who I came in contact with if there was a small scare or whatever the case is everybody came out all right so we're all good but you know the reality is is that everybody is not going to act with integrity and thinking about other people people were concerned about getting back to their lives and that meant doing what they wanted to do doing the being themselves you know doing them you know uh (laughs) real yolo and so we're in this situation now in this world because people were yoloing and um and it affects other people you know i've always been overly concerned with how my actions affect other people and i don't think there's anything wrong with that and i don't think that that's you know a bad trait to have but you know in my mind i said if i get covid i'll be good I, i feel like my body is strong enough to fight through it if I get COVID. But what if I get COVID and pass it along to an elderly relative who has high cholesterol or asthma or heart disease or diabetes or is a cancer survivor or has some other um, immune deficiency? Then what? You know, and very early on, there was a cautionary tale that I, that I saw where a young man infected his mom who then infected his dad and then he lost both of his parents as a young as a teenager and I said no can't can't, it's not worth that risk it's not worth that risk for me and so that informed the choices that I made Uh, not like being at home anyway 
and I really like being at home now that I got one of my own um but uh you know there are things that I wanted to get back to that I unfortunately wasn't able to and so this is just a rant but take care of yourselves um I know a lot of people are very are highly anticipating being with their families because they haven't been I'm going home for Christmas I'll be in Detroit I'm super excited I haven't been home since December 2019 I keep saying 18 but it's December 2019 I went home for Christmas, December 2019. Then I was home for like a day in 2020 for a work trip, went to New York, and then the, the world went to hell in a handbasket. And and, and and that's how it's been since then. Um, so I'm really excited about getting going home. And I know other people are excited about getting with their families. They did it for Thanksgiving and different things like that. But, but be smart and be safe. Get tested. Get a PCR test. If you're having symptoms, stay your ass at home. Like, don't don't create a, a create a, a super spreader situation within your family because you you really wanted to get home you know be safe i'm gonna actually go to get a pcr test today to make sure everything's copacetic with me um i feel fine but i just want to be you know it's that abundance of caution because i'm gonna be around elderly family members i'm gonna be around pregnant friends i'm gonna be around other people who have other things going on and i don't want to be the cause of throwing anything out of balance or off whack so do the same um i hope you guys have a wonderful christmas happy kwanzaa and a a, a very very happy new year um we're in the home stretch so stay safe stay prayed up Uh, (laughs) because anything can happen between now and the 31st and i want everybody who's with us today to be with us then um so i love y'all stay safe stay beautiful um see you in 2022 peace